Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated financial personal app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates, all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Earners, what's going on? Listen, EYLU is relaunching, revamping, retooling. That's right, we're creating a new educational experience that's more expansive. Shari, tell me what we got. Yes, 2023. We got a lot in store, a lot planned for you guys. So you know that EYLU already includes monthly financial planning calls with me, book club calls with Troy, 
real estate calls with MG the mortgage guy, access to the home buying blueprint, volume one and volume two. Part of the revamp will include 27 local chapters from across the United States, live interactive teaching, hands-on, not just pre-recorded videos, plus 15 brand new curriculums. The biggest just got bigger. Head over to EYLUniversity.com. That's E-Y-L-U-N-I-V-E-R-S-I-T-Y.com. See you there. Getting fame almost cripples you, especially when, when you get it too early, right? When you're still in the process because fame and notoriety makes you not do what needs to be done to get to that next level, right? So say I need to be out there selling shirts or selling CDs or selling something that will help my business. The minute they put me on Breakfast Club, I it. think I can't stand out there and sell that <laughs> no more. That. Ain't no way I, right? So it cripples you. Mm -hmm. It's like it, it says, damn, okay, now I'm too big to do that. Well, you have to do that to get that. All right, guys, welcome back, EYL. This is uh, the battle of the monologues. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I shall be the referee, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, that's actually the first time that I met Loon. I think it was two years ago or three years ago? It might have been three. Three years ago, right? Two or three. I think it might have been like, yeah. Two. Gotta be two. It wasn't last two? year. Yeah. Might have been three. It might have been three. It was at Revolt three, Summit. Three years ago, he was in the pandemic. So, yeah. But it was the first revolt. Oh, I think it might have been three because that's when we did Invest Fest the first year. Twenty twenty one was like right after. Yeah, so twenty two years, twenty twenty one. Damn, because we did first year. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I remember but, you came, you came to New York. Yeah, yeah. But so, so we met at Revolt Summit, and uh, I think you was just starting out at that time, right? Right, man. I was down there chasing it. I'm like, yo, man, I'm doing this thing. It was a million people. That's, that's a fact. fact. That's a fact. It's always that one, though. That's a fact. It's but he, now he introduced himself to me, and then we just stayed in touch, stayed in communication, and uh, been watching his growth. It's up there, podcast, tan up the game, interview people like Little Baby. Classic. 19 Keys. Classic. Alicia. Classic. Just had Rory and Maul on different on different times. Yep, yep, yep. That was, a, that was dope. You had Brandon Marshall on. I saw, um, yeah, you, you do a lot of like interesting conversations because you had the Brandon Marshall one on. Then you had um, next week, what'd you have? Fred, Fred, Taylor. Fred Taylor. Shout out to Fred. Yeah, I had Fred Taylor. So it was kind of like a different dynamic of yeah. it. But somebody that I've been watching consistently um, and, you know, very impressed with the growth. Um, 100, you know, 100, 176 episodes? Yeah. Ain't nothing to sneeze at. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually want a lot of them solo. That's the other part. I yeah. don't know if you was going there, but like, yes, you're doing interviews with people, but there's a lot of episodes where it's just you. Right. And coming from this space, and you know, I got Rashad and he has me, that's not easy, man. Nah, everything in this space is energy-based, right? So even when you get, when you look at Drink Champs, when you look at podcasts, let's just use Drink Champs for an example. Shout out Nori Drink Champs, but that whole vibration in there, the clapping, the it just it, yeah. it, it it just loosens you. It just when you turn the mic on and you gotta just be like, "Yo, let's kick it." It's a different. It's a different beast. Today. Yeah, it's just you in that room. It's a different beast. <laughs> uh, for sure. So we're gonna talk about when I, it's always good whenever we we get fellow podcasters on the show. You know, we've interviewed David Shans and a mm -hmm. um, bunch of other people. Ash so, Cash, Ash Cash, Joe Button. Yep. Who else did we interview in the podcast space? Wallow a while back. Yep. Um, so it's always good. Mandy. Yeah, shout out to Mandy B. Um, it's always good to get different perspectives as far as this industry, new age media, 
changing the game, creating a business, learning infrastructure challenges, you know, situations that come arise. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I, I'm excited to have this conversation. Thank you for joining yeah. us, brother. Yeah. Appreciate it. And, and you know, another part I think is dope is that we had started Earn Your Leisure and we get to kick it with people who have actually watched our journey and they get to reflect and say, I watched y'all do this, so I'm right. doing this. So those conversations are always dope because we're so far thinking ahead and looking forward that we're not looking at some of the, the you know, the, the trailblazing things that we're doing and people are taking and implementing on their own. So th these are dope conversations. Man, for sure. And it's only been two years, man. That's just crazy <laughs> to me. Even with y'all, what y'all deal with InvestFest, just like in a couple of years, things can change. It's important people understand that. In a couple of years, things can change, bro. No, that's a fact. So, all right. So let's start at the beginning. Yeah. You from Nashville, Tennessee. Facts. Shout out to Slim and Huskies. Shout out to Demo Slim and Huskies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Our guys. They smoking that. Yeah. Those yeah, are our guys. Them, so they, they said that you was the same way since high school. Like they said, you always been the same way. So when did you, all right, you coming up, When? how did you get this idea? Okay, I want to start a show. And everybody wants to start a show now. Everybody wants to do a podcast now. Very few people are successful. You are one of the few people that's actually been able to break through and become successful. How, how does that start? And how do you get to the point you are now? For me, bro, it, when I when I looked at podcasting, number one, I'm a fan of information. And so I've always made myself go after wherever the information is at, whether that be books, whether that be podcasts, whatever element you find the reasons why things work. Like I was just talking to you about, you got to learn why things work, not how to get into involved with things. And so I was trying to figure out how to get involved with a different side of society, just being from the street, just being from the other side. And so what I knew about podcasting was, number one, I felt like none of these guys can do it better than me. That's number one. That's number one. What gave you that confidence? Just from being in the street, just being around pimps and players. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? The guys I've been around just all my life, man, my uncle's a player, I'm a player. You know, so it's natural. Number one this. requirement. Yeah, <laughs> I'm man. a player. You got to talk, yeah. talk that talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, it's the cloth, it's the texture, right? Because what I do is ceremony. It ain't hard. You know what I'm saying? But... When when I when I told myself that and I actually believed it, that's step two. You gotta believe that. Just saying it ain't enough. You know what I mean? So I believed that and I told myself if I get nothing from podcasting, the number one thing I can do is let's say I wanna go into the textile industry. I interview people that is in the textile industry to learn that business or I, I learn things from it. It becomes a tool for me. It's a great, it great never, it's a great networking tool. Yeah, mm -hmm. if it never becomes nothing else, it's a networking tool. And um, the other side of that is when people came to me asking for things, I never just give you money or I never just, it's always a tongue lashing. You giving them game on the street. Yeah, I'm always saying, yo, man, you ain't put that together. You still doing that. You ain't figured out you bumping your head up against the wall. You, you know, I'm putting game down as they picking money up. And so I'm saying, man, I might as well get in the podcast and it's, it's a lane for me. And I took it serious. And I'm, and I'm so, <laughs> so, so what's but what's the first step? So you, you, because you in a unique situation where you're in Nashville, Tennessee, right? Yeah. Most podcasts, a lot of podcasts is coming out of New York area. I mean, you right. got Earn Your Leisure, you got uh, Mandy and Wheezy, mm -hmm. you got Joe Button. Uh, it's a variety of different people, right? But then a lot of podcasts is also in Miami, mm -hmm. Brandon Marshall and Drink Champs, and yep. them. 
And then Atlanta, of course, because Atlanta is Atlanta. And LA got a couple out there. Who's LA have? Uh, who was the show? We did the show, uh, Good Bombs. What was the joint? Oh, yeah, Good Moms, Bad Choices. Bad Choices. Yeah. yeah. Even Cam was in New York at first. Now he's in Vegas, but he started in Jersey. Yeah. But I'm saying this to say, like, Gillian Wilde, they're unique because they're in Philly. Right. So that's that's out the way. Nobody's right. going to Philly, right? right? You're even more out the way as far as Nashville. So when you first starting out, how do you get enough momentum from Nashville to make it? Because that's something that I think could be beneficial because most people are not in New York or Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Most people are in you know, Minnesota and Cleveland, Ohio and different parts of the country. Yeah. So they might be frustrated because they feel like geographically they're not in a position. It's like music, right? They're not in a position where they can touch yeah. the stars, the celebrities, right. stuff like yeah. that. I, yeah. yeah. And you know, you know what I think it was for me was when I first started, again, I studied the game. So I said, nobody's coming to help you. You're on an island. And so... When you go into a job site, I say this all the time, when you go into a job site, you carry every tool you need when you don't expect a coworker to be there, right? If you got your tool belt and you saying, I'm going to do this kitchen, ain't nobody coming, you prepare different. You pack differently when you travel alone. And so when I came up, I, that's the first step. I had to literally believe that I can speak on things from this perspective and it'll mean something in a game that doesn't live close to where I'm at. You know, and then my relationships, I leaned on, you know, but that's late on. I think I use social media. But no guests. You had no guests. Yeah, 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 I'm no guest for a hundred and something. Well, episodes. that's extremely important to, yeah. to, to, to highlight, too, because so like Market Mondays is a show where, shout out to Ian, we don't have guests that right. often. That's better because when you rely on guests, you got to be a booking agent. Right. If somebody doesn't like this person, they're not going to watch the show. Right. Yeah. But you want people to tune in for just you. for you. Yeah. No matter who's yeah. on, they're going to just, they want to hear your voice. Yeah. Even the other aspect is that sometimes they might feel intimidated by coming on your show because they know the level of thought and processing that's going to take right. from the questioning. Right. So it's like, oh, I may not want to do that. Right. And, and and you deal with that. And so again, when, when I, I don't know, man, I believe, I just, I credit it to, understanding the game because I wouldn't been able to speak with no matter here's something a common theme I get and maybe this is why we're like working through this in real time because I never thought about that but a common theme I get is people can feel authenticity when I speak right and so I think it's some there's something there there's something there with people saying yo I don't know where that nigga coming from but what he's saying is ringing true it's it's vibrating and I don't know, man. It just took off. I really can't say. I do know I knew enough about enough to be interested enough. Well, there is some, there's a learning point here. There's some game to be provided here. You didn't have guests. You did it yourself. I would like for you to kind of even break down how you even create monologues to create an hour. That's not easy to create an hour-long show by yourself. Even Market Mondays, we have three people. Because a lot of people, like, I got a lot of friends that start in podcasting. They, they, everybody's starting their podcast with guests. But when you just starting out, your guest is going to be like your local homeboy. Yeah. Probably people in a broad scale don't really care about that, right. that type of, right. but you broke the mold by doing it just Solo. by yourself. Solo. And now people's yeah. like listening and identifying to yeah. that. And you know what's crazy, bro? I freestyled the whole shit. Just winging it. Really? I freestyle. I never wrote nothing. Just topics? Like you just had topics? I had yeah. topics, of course, yeah. right? And then I may have clips. 
So I, I may have clips, and maybe this is game for, for, for some people. So I may have a clip that I want to speak about, a timestamp in that clip. But as far as a topic, it may just say, like, say say we're dealing with a relationship or somebody or something going on in business or, they, or we're dealing with a contract dispute or skipping Shannon or something like that. I'll just take the topic and look at it and say, in real time, like, do you think these two hour podcasts are really eight hours long? Because I'm in real time watching this shit and like reacting. Commentating. Yeah. <laughs> and being like, yo, man. And then sometimes I'll start at skipping Shannon and it take me way over to, you know, not going in the trick bag and elevating yeah. your business and the discovery process of a podcast. And I'm way over there based on this. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really no method to it. I think I'm high consumption. I think what makes me dangerous in this space is that I'm very high consumption, meaning I'm never listening to anything but books, podcasts, like all day I got something in my ear. I sleep with something in my ear, books. I sleep with certain things just going on at, a, at all day, and yeah, so, I think that may be what. So the geographical thing is is one piece of it, and picking up the mic is one piece of it, but the other part is like there's somebody that has to get behind that camera. Most times when we've seen you, it's only been you. Yeah. And so are you the person that's also producing it? Yeah. And editing it. Yeah. That's all you from day one. Yeah. Talk about that, man. Yeah, like you gotta believe in something. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, you gotta believe in something. Like for me, I was putting myself in a position to think like, I can do this. And I'm telling you, if I didn't believe it, I wouldn't have done it. And I transitioned from the streets with enough money to maintain to be able to focus on this for 18 months and pay my bills and take care of my family. That's the piece that I think most men coming from any perspective don't have the financial stability to land themselves in a position to be able to just say, I'm pardoned for 18 months. Mm -hmm. I want to see what happened. Okay. Right. And that's without the information of knowing how to talk or studying anything. That's just saying I got 18 months to dedicate even to my business. And I think the dedication is what people see shining bright. It's yeah. the literally dedication of, oh, don't nobody work. Because here's the thing. I did start off paying everybody. Here's a piece of it. I also started off with two co-hosts. So I started off with two girls. Shout out Jade and Daisha in my town. And it became a heavy lift for me. Because at the time, podcasting, this was four years before I started a podcast. So again, I was early and I was the same time Joe and them started, the same time Charlemagne them started, I was there. I just stopped it because I did about 10 episodes and I said, yo, this is heavy lifting, right? It's, it's just, it costing me too much. I got to rent the building. I got to get somebody to come and record it. These, my two co-hosts, they really don't know what we're doing. So they just kind of showing up. I'm feeding them topics and feeding them direction as to what to show. So it just became almost like a burden. And so I said, you know what? I'm tapping out of that. Mm -hmm. And so when the pandemic hit, is when I said, yo, crank that back up. Crank, let's crank up full speed. Let's go. And even before the pandemic, but the pandemic is when I really start. You start seeing a lot of clips and you start seeing, because you got to even see how many phases my brand has went through. I used to use Law and Order. Um, yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. So you got to think how I'm keeping even the, the yeah, audience rolling yeah. with me. We you know, know that sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, oh, that's one of them. So it's just all of those things creatively made it cut through. Yeah. Because no podcast was doing no fucking, what was that? 
You know, first of all, talking like me, and then law and order noise out of nowhere, and he spitting some shit though. Yeah. You know, and it's like I think it resonated with the people, bro. But I, I, I don't know, man. That's yeah. these are. I really can't say. I believed, man. God's you know, plan. I believe. So you yeah. just you just taught yourself how to use camera, how to use a microphone. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm always searching for information. Again, I'm learning processes. So when I was hiring the dudes, I would peep and game. The same way I told y'all, every building I go in, I come out with something. Because I don't play the game on easy mode. Put this on hardcore and let's see what we can do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I got game from guys who set my cameras up. Here's where I felt. See, I come from the street, so I'm cost effective. I'm always cost sheet. What is this costing and why? So when I seen that, because again, even the cameramen wasn't interested in podcasting at that time. So they would come and put the cameras up and you would see them over there kind of. <laughs> so you don't think I'm peeping that? Let's check it for the red light. Dude, I'm yeah. saying, damn, so it must not be nothing for us to get this going. This is set it and forget it. This is QVC. <laughs> this is set it and forget it. So I said to myself. They check it for the red light. Is it on? <laughs> so I said to myself, oh. So he, see, because this is another thing you deal with. And there's levels to this for young creators, bro. Another thing you're going to run into, this is why you need to know what titles and job descriptions to give the people you pay. People to trick you in the producer tag when they'll just come set your cameras up. That's not my producer. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Right? So, Talk to him. So what happens is I have guys in there that have set my cameras up. And I'm saying, oh, man, I'm paying him like a producer. Mm. I'm paying, I'm paying him like he's doing a hell of a thing. And I said, oh, he don't know that he ain't a producer. They done tricked him. So this trickery go levels. A lot of levels to it. Right? So fact. now from the bottom, I'm saying, hold on. The number one thing you do when you ain't got a boatload of money is you better figure out what are you spending that money. That's a fact. I can't waste this money on you. I'm paying you to sit over. Something I can do that. Something he doing, I may... It, I can't pay you to do that. Now, if I'd have seen him over there all day, he got the willy. If, 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 if all day he got the willy like he's here, I say, now nah, I got I got the pain. If he got the slate. Right? <laughs> but if 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 he said that and he leave, that ain't worth $2,000 every week for me. <laughs> That's a fact. So even that, right? And young creators got to know that there's a time to spend money, but there's also a black hole in this industry. You can just pour money in this industry with no benefits. That's a fact. No mm -hmm. effects for that money will come. And so I think that as I knew that so many people from the street, even being, you know, I've did things in rap where I've lost money. I said, oh, it's a black hole in the industry. I got partners that got features from high-priced rappers that ain't went nowhere. That's a fact. So I'm peeping game <laughs> as I'm living life. Let's, let's, let's go there then, right? Because everything, even when you're doing commentary and you have these monologues, it always relates back to business. Yes. Because even in the title of the show, you're a businessman. Yes. But you ain't go to business school. Right. So you you always talk about the streets, the streets. Yes. So talk about that relationship between the streets and what has made you th the businessman and have the business acumen that you have now. Well, when I use the streets, and I'm glad you asked me that because it's, it's important that my corporate partners and people that view me understand this. When I use the term streets, I'm using that synonymous with culture. And the only reason I'm, reason I'm doing that is because the culture tend to forget about the streets. 
when it's time to benefit somebody, when it's time to get paid, when it's time to do anything other than protect, the streets ain't mentioned. So I'm no longer involved in the streets, but I always say the streets because I want those guys that are living there to understand that there is a door outside of that. There's You can be the king of the jungle, but there's life outside of the jungle. Mm -hmm. There's a world outside of that. And so I just, sometimes it's really me dog whistling back in the, to the ghetto, way up here at the top of the mountain, talking about the streets. When they now one of these niggas gonna say nothing about the streets. They don't give a damn about the streets up through here, brother. Mm. They don't give a damn. And I don't gotta give a damn about the streets. I'm literally dog whistling for dudes I know following me. Like most of these guys ahead of me didn't do. And this is why I'm personally involved with the way that the game is being handled. Because there's people ahead of me that don't understand that they're leading the race. But that don't mean winning the race. They've confused that. So because they're leading the race, they think they're win the, winning the race. Right? And so I'm sitting back saying... Let's not do that. Now, what, where were we at? I'm sorry. I go off. That's, that's what <laughs> There goes the passion. Yeah. I'm going to give it that, back. No, we were talking about the business, right? Because oh. these are things that, even when we started the show, it was, let's just add value. We figured out the business part, right, as we went along. You're figuring it out as well, right? You started by yourself. Well, you started with partners. You realized this is not the most beneficial from a financial standpoint. I got to pay for the studio. I'm paying for this guy. I'm paying. Let's stop this. But when you call those partners, let's correct that also for the young creator. Co-hosts. Co-hosts co different than partners. We see people smearing those lies. I don't want to trick nobody. Hold on. I don't want to trick nobody. We see people smearing those lies now. Co-hosts and partners. We You're see. Right. You're <laughs> I don't want to trick anybody thinking they're a partner. Right. They're a co-host. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you revamp it. Right. A better business acumen at that time. We reshape it. Retool it. How did you get to that point? Okay. So, again, and I, and I spoke to using streets, but the business side of it was for me watching the business and being a businessman. If you come from the streets and you really operated in the streets, you 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 access a certain set of skills, which is business. Mm -hmm. It just ain't got the tag on it. It just didn't come with the diploma. But if you're really dealing with supply and demand and there's certain things involved that you have a caseload that you got to handle, and if you control in a neighborhood, just think about that. If you control in a neighborhood, you can control a business. And so I controlled my neighborhood. I controlled everything around me. So I knew I could control a business. And I started to watch. And I translated the skills. The streets is the only place where you get a bunch of skills you can't translate. But the business side of it can translate. Right? The tough shit don't translate. It's a lot of it you got to drop off. Mm -hmm. It's dead weight. If you travel with it, it slow you down. Right? But there's certain things translate. And I think that... The business side of the streets translated for me, and I watch these guys. I know I know everything about this culture. I know who did the deals. I know how much the deals were for. I know when Rogan started, how he got his deal, who was his editors, who was his producer, where he recorded. I know what Button started, Charlemagne. I know what this entire game. That's why I don't know why they playing with me. <laughs> because I know that you don't make it this far without the information, brother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think they just really don't understand it. But, hey, I think the business side comes from, number one, paying attention. Youngsters, if you don't know nothing else out there, man, you can pick up game because game is being executed. Y'all just executed game and invest fest. If you didn't pick nothing up from that and if you went there just literally and got nothing, if people are alleged and they go to something like that and get nothing, I say shame on you. 
If right. nothing else is game being executed from the highest level, I've took a brain and how we not so understand that, right? It's it's understanding in how processes work to even see investments get pulled off. It's process information in there. You dig what I'm saying? So again, I'm getting something out of every transaction. Nothing is left on the board. So, all right. So you get up and, and running. You 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 figure out the monologue. You you tape it yourself. Now you get traction. You you figure out how to edit videos on social media, and you become you know popping on social media. Now the next level is to start to actually make money from the podcast, right? So I know you were Black Effect now, but when did you start to figure that out as far as like ads and like like you know because a lot of people have successful shows, but they still haven't. They don't know how to make money from it. Right. right. That's the that's the part that they don't tell you about either. <laughs> right. Nobody's going to tell you that it's about packaging. This is why you see me scream from the top of the mountain that some of the most powerful people in this space ain't doing business. It's because I can look at it and see there's no business surrounding a lot of these streams, a lot of these things that we're seeing the business that I know to be in this space, how you execute business, how you do ads. There's only a certain amount of business even available in this space. That's a fact. Or so, you got to be creative and think outside the right, box. Right, right. And so when I see it, I'm saying, yo, we have confused noise with business, attention with business. We have confused these two. And so I'm executing business from day one. And so all of my partnerships respect that. A lot of people meet the audience before they meet the business. You see what I'm saying? That ain't how I done. I watched the business first. When I took off, I, that's why I was speaking from the perspective of knowing the business. Hey, I think that deal is over. They they moving funny. Certain things were said. I think if you use context clues, they don't. Spotify doesn't do this. If that doesn't happen, Apple doesn't make that move. It right. It's the business that I'm seeing happening in the market. The same way with the stock market. You see certain things. Oh, they about to pass this law. That stock is gonna be affected by that. Mm -hmm. They about to get funding for this grant or this funding. That stock will be. I'm watching the game. And so I think that if, if I never done that, I wouldn't have made it as, as far as I did. You know what I mean? The monologue piece of it, I want to master because I think I have something there. I think I have something I can really harness there. No, your monologues are excellent. Yeah. And like I said, I do monologues, so I appreciate the monologues. I appreciate that. But your man. monologues, I do monologues like once every other week. Yeah. You do monologues all the time. All the time. So it, it's harder <laughs> to, like, even like, Mike, our partner Mike, he, he, he says, he's like, you should do like a bunch of monologues. I told him, like, I got to be inspired. I can't just come and just do 60 monologues yes. for one minute. Like, right. it's it's actually art. Like, yes. I have to be inspired. I have to, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's, it's not thing. easy to do. Yeah, no, nah, because you got to pull from something. And I think, here's the thing also that that scares me, or not even scares me, that I'm prepared for, or that I, or that I see, that, I, that I'm watching, is that, because I haven't, some people look at what I do and say, yo, you able to freestyle this shit. That's some of the best shit I've ever seen. I say, if I don't figure out how to structure that shit, it may disappear. Because <laughs> anything you don't know how to do, right? You need to know how to make that chicken that way just in case. You never know when you wake up tomorrow and say, man, I can't I, I got it. it. I can't catch it. Writer's block. <laughs> you know what I'm and I'm talking, bro, because like you say, it's the inspired piece. And I'm moving so fast, I ain't even been able to celebrate certain things. Like, I ain't even... Certain people, man, if they went as far as I done done that quick, they having parties and... Man, we head down hustling. Yeah. So, 
Let's talk about the, the the piece that, especially when people come into the space, the money. They think that there's tons of money to be made here. They don't understand how it works. They got to understand CPMs, yes. RPMs. Yes. Choosing brands to work with, choosing which brands not to work with. Sometimes turning down money uh, because it just doesn't fit with your brand. And the other part is from the ad agency, when you get paid. Because I feel like in, in this space, people don't understand. They think like somebody says, oh, they're going to give you $10,000. And you're gonna get that Monday. No, it's like net ninety or right. maybe net one twenty, yeah. and even after that, yeah. Net so 90. it gets it gets to a space where you might forget that you did the ad four right. months ago. So talk about that and learning that process. Also, let me go back to what you asked. If I didn't have enough money, I wouldn't have made it because again, you don't bump into the money by coincidence, and ain't nobody telling you. You literally got to carve out how the fuck do I make money from this audience. That's why so many people got audiences that don't make money from it. But for me, I attach brands to mine, right? We speak about it, these ad things, these CPMs. Right now, I got a, a big deal on the table now for um, a couple gambling companies that won't in. And it's like I'm trying to comb through how that works. Don't know if y'all are interested in that or if y'all ever done that. But, um, yeah, no, somebody give you a check, man, you know, I was always like that when I first came in, even with Revolt. It's like, hey, yo, where that money? Yo, that money y'all was saying, like, we agreed to a number. What's going on with that, that number we agreed to? I don't see that number. Like, that now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, nah, bro, you got to go through certain channels. Even with iHeart, it's certain channels that th things got to go through. But as far as ads, man, you got to have audience first. Some people, you got to have audience or you got to have faith in the agency. Somebody at the, that handles the ad got to believe that this is going to do numbers anyway. And that's the built-in fan base I always talk about. Mm -hmm. That people like us had to come in and carve out a space without that built-in fan base from rap. We didn't drag anything over from rap, drag anything over from the NBA, NFL. We stood up when nobody knew that face and said, if I don't be influential, marketable, and truthful, it don't do what it's supposed to do. You know what I mean? And we had to carve that out. I think that's something people need to really appreciate. That's not, yeah, it's not a lot of people in the space that have, if you look at the top successful shows, that black shows, um, Gilly was a rapper, Joe Button was a rapper, Cam and Mace was a rapper, um, all of the sports shows those guys played in the NFL. Um, all the Smoke, NBA. Drink Champs, Nori was Nori a rapper. rapper. Yeah. And then also, here's another thing on top of that. We didn't even come in at an opportune time, right? Let's say we came in when the internet first popped off and we got the audience familiar with, yo, that's the people that talk about that. It was crowded in the paint. I come in and dunked on these boys. It was crowded in the paint, home. Boy, I went and posted up on these folk. And, man, just get the ball down here. They talking about it. They say three dudes, get the ball. I got these boys. You know, and that's that's the thing I think. That's the thing I think people don't get is that that's the same thing y'all did. Nobody came with nobody knowing us to yeah. say in a whole different industry that they didn't think would be possible for our community. Well, let, let's let's talk uh, about let's talk about some podcast yeah. stuff, shall we? So, um, I said this before, and I agree with it that there's not enough communication between podcasters in the space, especially black podcasters. That's the only people I don't really know too many white right. podcasts, so I can't speak on it. But this is hindering 
the growth of podcasters. It might be small clicks. Like if you know somebody, if you're a rapper and your rapper friend comes in, you're gonna give them some information. The but the average friend. kid off the street is not provided that information. Mm -mm. Why is there a lack of communication amongst podcasters? And it seems to be a lot of friction a lot of times between podcasters. Why is that? For me, I think half of it, and this, there's a array of things why this is the case. Half of it is the same reason we celebrate some of these guys that drug their audiences over. Some of these guys were starving artists, right? And so when you when you are someone who nah, no names on the bullets, but it's okay. nah, 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 these nah. ain't even shot. Nah, nah, I'm saying, nah, nah, I'm this... saying, listen, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, and 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 then I'm gonna get to the other layers of it. But I do believe that. When you get money, you get peaceful, and it take time, though. I think that a lot of this culture has been damaged from the rap game. Mm. They come in from a lot of that residue from the rap shit. Mm. The rap business, the whole, all of that rigmarole, the, the crab song in the barrel, dance. the beat. Yeah, 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 they come with that into this space, and they've infiltrated from a from a psychological perspective. But I think it's I think it's space for them, right? I'm not saying that, that it's not space, but... I believe when in this game that people really don't want to see other people win. That's why you see me get, that's why you see me say certain things because I don't need the relationships. But I promise you, man, if these guys wanted, I, I big up Charlemagne, I big up Wallow. They've helped me, QCP, Coach K, Lil Baby. These are guys that help me. But here's the thing I'm noticing as I go up. Some of the information becomes useless. Like what See, you mean? You need new information for new levels. And everybody know when they got the new levels that they needed new information. Yeah. You know, I I don't need let me tell people. Nobody this. nobody's telling you at the next level. Yeah. So I'll give you to this level, but as I ascend, you have to figure this out yourself. Or it's not, I maybe don't have the time. I don't know what it is. I don't even know if they know, but I'm recognizing that, okay, some of the game that I'm operating with is outdated for my position. Okay. Right? Again, I just told y'all, you come from being in the Super Bowl. You come from watching, watching. the Super Bowl to not being in the Super Bowl. So a lot of the game I got was on the other side of the podcast being what it is. You know what I'm saying? So now I need updated game. The, the new game I need is the ad game, the live show game, the guest game, how to get booking the guests. Because some people get people, I'm saying, Lord Jesus, I, I got a podcast. Hit my I need some of that access to some of these guys, but I don't call nobody. I don't take it personal. You know what I'm saying? I know if I reach in my phone and call Wallow, call Charlemagne, call, they gonna, they gonna, they'll try. But at the end of the day, I think we do have to come together just a little bit more. But, you know, I'm a general. So I, I deal with everybody that's on business. And I deal deal with them in the right way. I don't know. You tell me what you think. Let's let's hash that out. What y'all think? As far as information, yeah, I feel like you get to a point where people are people are happy for you until you become a threat to them. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like, and that's just human nature. I feel like people want to help. People always want to root for the underdog. Yeah. Nobody nobody likes a champion. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's it. True. People that's like true. people like Floyd when he was on the come up. Once he became Money Mayweather, now it's. It's a threat. And so what is the help genuine if it comes that way? Because and then, if it comes initially? Yeah. I, we just don't trust each other. Straight That's up. That's what it is. And we don't trust each other. That's what it is. And we don't, we're not vulnerable. And then, it, and then it be slick things said. See, here's another thing. You got people playing 
Dr. Evil, right? So there's, again, there's little bombs being placed in shit, right? So I might got earn your leisure right here and I might do some shit that ain't cool with some people that earn your leisure cool with. And then it looked funny, right? It is like, damn, how you let that happen? Like even with, um, and I'll say this, even with um, Ish, that's my guy. Mm -hmm. Me and Ish had a relationship. When when my name come up in certain times, I'm saying, damn. It's awkward. It's awkward as a motherfucker, man. Yeah. And I don't feel like, for me, right, I'm a certain kind of guy, man. So it's like, your name come up. You seen it when we was backstage at InvestFest. Certain things will say, I'm like, yo, that shit ain't proper, man. That shit ain't cool. That's how I am as an individual. Not that I'm tough, rough, or nothing, but I just feel a certain way when people mishandle things and you bad witness or you even know anything about it and you don't say nothing. But podcasting, like you said, is turning into rap That's game. Right. But imagine, like in rap, like we always make this point in, in sports and athletics, even in entertainment to a certain extent, when somebody signs a deal, you know what they're signing for. You can see it. Mm -hmm. In this space, it's a guessing game. It's a guessing And when game. we don't trust each other and we're not vulnerable enough to share, it doesn't help anybody. Is it right? lies going around? Of course. Well, I it's, signed for I signed for twenty million. Yeah. Or I did for ten million. Yeah. Well, talk about how you structured this deal because I might be coming up to the plate. Yeah. Or the other end of the spectrum is that person who's just getting into the space, who's a spectator now trying to get on the, the playing field. They're taking a deal for a hundred thousand. They're taking a deal for two hundred thousand, and so now the machine is. I can sign ten of those instead of instead of having that. one of you. Right. Right. So if, if we share the information, it's so better for what everybody. Do, what do you let's talk about what we think a twenty million dollar deal looks like? What what how do we structure that? So the thing about it is, and I feel like um it's interesting because we've never heard anybody ever break down their deal before, right? Exactly. But we know I'll just give some general terms that people might not be aware of. So there's 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 like guarantees, minimum guarantees is a term that all po all podcasters should at the very least be aware of, right? right? And that's to say, okay, like this is the minimum amount of money that this is the amount of money that you're definitely going to get paid right so if it's like all right if you sign and if you sell no ads at all and, you, and your show just tanks for some reason you still get this we're going to get you a million dollars a year regardless right. you can earn up to 2.5 million if you hit these metrics benchmarks so yeah. if, if your show does 2 million downloads a, a month and you do x y and z and you put three episodes out a week now that's going to help your numbers. So now you can actually earn up to this amount. Mm -hmm. Now, what I think is going on, because I don't have personal information on this, but I have a strong suspicion that there are 360 deals being offered. Right? Meaning they eat off any content that's being made. Or your merch. I need I need a merch part. tool. Need your per I, I need, need, I need, I need you to I need the touring. Social media. I need, I need the social. Is that a bad deal? It just depends, right? So I, I just feel like, you know... $5 million a year, merch, everything all in. Is that a bad deal? It depends on who the show is. So if you're doing $10 million, Is that a bad deal for any show? It depends on who the show is. Let's give a top... top well, like, here, here's show. why I say it, it depends on the show, right? If somebody is doing $10 million, let's say $20 million listens a month, right? And you sign that $5 million minimum guarantee. And that might be over two years. It could, let's say it's just for one. Right. If you look at who they're selling the, the ads to... It, they're not selling it to the, the pizza shop on the corner, right? They're selling it to Fortune 500, mm -hmm. big time, right? And so if you look at it, if you break down, if and Rashad is saying, if you put out three episodes a month, you know how this is structured. When they, a week. A week, I'm sorry. When they look at it, they're saying, all right, well, how many ads can we place per episode? Let's look at the 90, the 60-minute clip or episode. They're going to put eight ads on it. 
right? Mm. So you do that three times a week, that's 24 ads, right? You do that every month, that's 96. You do that for a year, you're doing over a thousand spots. Now you take the five million and you develop, you're like, wait, hold on. How much they really selling them for? Because I can go directly to corporate. And let's say, let's use Coca-Cola, we in Atlanta. And Coca-Cola can say, you guys are doing 10 million a month. We'll give you 50,000 an episode. Will they do that? Well, the, hard, the hardest thing to do now, is... Now, now, is it a good deal? The hardest thing to do is get... Because, hold on, let me just finish it. Because that's just one, right? That's just Coke. Right. But what if I go to Chase and they tell me 50? Right. So now you're making a... Yeah. You but, see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I do that. But do you think that's available? I haven't saw that so, 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 in so, that so, so I'm going to Perhaps. So, so in, 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 in terms for that, yes, it probably is a good deal because most people aren't going to make $5 million, right? right? So... Yes, that's probably is beneficial for most people to sign a, a deal like that, just from a pure financial standpoint. Right. The hardest thing to do is to get close enough to be next to that situation to know what the budget is, to have that relationship. That's, that's not easy. What, though, I saw Wallow contract. I saw that motherfucker. Congrats to them. I saw that. Now that I'm saying, now that y'all saying that we yeah. did Rap Snacks Summit, but I didn't see the contract. I saw the number though, yeah. but I didn't see the details in regards to, because now that you're saying that I'm looking, I'm saying, damn, what is the space offering for this? And that's the thing. And that's the part. And, and that's the part that it comes with maturity. Right. And I guess I don't, some people probably got mad when I said this before, but it's not about an individual ego. Everybody has to be more informed so we can all make more money. What information do we need so though, from them? Here's the so it's like from right, anybody in the space making money. You need white, black, you, anybody. You need information and relationships. So it's yeah. it's like X, Y, and Z company. But okay, let's talk about this before you go there. Five million dollars a year. Now you talked about the ad side of it, which I think this is going to get good. You talked about the ad side of it, which I think is a beautiful thing, right? Mm -hmm. That is not necessarily relationship based. That's viewership based, but it's or, also or equity or value based. But hold on, here's the key. Mm -hmm. What about on the other side is the access to all of the guests that's going to keep that number there? Because if you don't have the access to those guests, then maybe that number drops down. I'm glad you asked well, that but question. Then also, but, but, well, let me just say something real quick because this is. The first part is you said something. You said that's not relationship based. It actually is relationship based because From Coca Cola to to to. I think they they hardcore numbers. I think yeah. they'll see but, some but numbers look, and look, say, "Let's but look, but long as but it's not radio." I'm explaining to you why it's relationship based. So you go to X, Y, and Z company, right? It's always a middleman. Whether, yeah, of course. No, but, no. I'm but, not saying you no, can no, just but, picture but, but yourself. Listen, listen, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a podcast company or it's an advertising agency, right? Right. And they say, okay, we'll give you $30,000 an episode from Coca-Cola for 50 weeks. Thinking that's that's good money, right? And it is good money. Very rarely are you in a position to do a deal directly with Coca-Cola. So that's what he's so, saying. So, then so, so, good. But that's relationships, right? So now it's like that $30,000 an episode could have potentially be $100,000 an episode. Not without the excess. Well, this, they got bricks in Cali for ten. I can't get out there. Well, what, they, no. Well, so, so, so you watch, You ever watch the movie Below? Yeah. So, what what made Boston George different from every other hustler that was? He went and got it. 
He got but he the had connect. a relationship before. He got the yeah, connect. But, so but, this, so, but, so but this, they don't get access so to the this, connect so, at 20 million. So this, Do this, you get access to the connect at 20 so million? I'm going to tell you, this is the part that even now, right, this is the journey that we on, getting to the connect. And right. we've been able to make right. some relationships to get to the connect. Yes. But, he, but that's the part that we still, as a podcast space for black people, we're still immature enough right. to not even fully appreciate that. Yeah. We don't even, we're not even trying to get to the connect. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't even know everything. So, right. here, so, but here, we don't know that's that's the connect. But if you study the game, like you've watched. Yeah. When I talk to people and they say, well, what was the structure? What made you do? I'm like, I, I watched Bill Simmons sell his network. This is the I reason. I watched Bill, yeah. Right? I so watched that. Most people don't even know who Bill Simmons yeah, is. They ain't got, yeah. But we they watched don't. him build a network. We didn't even listen to any shows, but we watched this get sold for 200 million. Yes. Right? Didn't even touch us. We didn't even think about it. Nobody, this guy is a columnist. He's one of the best columnists in the history. Fire. Right? He wrote for the Boston Globe. But he created something. He had the value, but he had to connect. Now, the other part that you said, the other part that you said, well, th that, they give you access to guests. But you know, and we know, that when you go there, there is no access to guests. It may not be in this world, <laughs> but if you operate, let's say I do a, let's say I have Red Bull. Let's say I do some sort of shit with Red Bull, or let's even go better. Let's say that it's up there podcast, Black Effect, do a partnership with uh, rolling Loud mm -hmm. to where I do a live podcast at every Rolling Loud, right? Access to those guests, meaning as they come off stage, whatever's happening, this is a real, we kick some real game as they, this is high level shit. I won't have access to that without Rolling right. Loud so, putting, putting that together. In, right? that, in that scenario of access, are you a partner or are you talent? Again, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So again, that's us still doing maybe we may be dealing with misrepresentation in some ways, right? We may be saying, I got to connect, but I got, I might not got to connect that y'all looking for. But look, but look, this so it's interesting. Cam and Mason, I'd be interested to know their deal. Right. Because they kind of they kind of straight to the faucet where they, their ads on their show are only for that gambling company. I forgot what it's called. It's a gambling company, right? So they they work the deal out directly with them. Where most most companies, it's like, I'm going to work an advertising deal out for you, and then you're going to be doing Mountain Dew, you're going to be doing See, Sprite, you're going to be doing thing, all kinds of stuff. That's the thing, because that's relationship-based, and they keep that doors locked on that. When we deal with gambling, that industry is booming. If you pay attention to the game, yeah. they have attached themselves to live streaming in a way that is... I can't even fathom. They're passing out money but, hand but, over fist. But then also, exactly. So it's but So there's different levels. It's like a video game, right? It's like Mario Brothers. Like, you, you get to one level, but that's not the highest level. Right. So, all right. These are the different levels to this situation. As a black creator, right, the first level that you you, you have to go through is an advertising agency. Right. Or a podcast network, right? Let's, let's say that you're able to eliminate that and you're able to go directly to the source. And right. Get somebody at Microsoft, right? Now, you, you've reached a level that 95% of people haven't reached. Right. Yep. So now you can have direct communication. But guess what? That's not the level. Because even that, direct communication ain't the level. Because what they have for black people is a thing called the diversity and inclusion program. Mm. Right. So now you're going to talk to a black woman who's going to tell you a budget. Microsoft's budget might be, I'm just using them, it could be any company. Their budget might be $100 million. And they have $5 million for black creatives, black initiatives, black voices. So now you fighting for a budget 
$5 million spread out throughout every single podcast. So now you try and get 50,000, 100,000, 25,000. How do you get to the highest level and talk to the dude that's really in that's position that... that's controlling the whole budget? Right. Right? Yeah. The and only... I get that. That's what I'm saying. But that's all relationships. That's all relationships. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. So, and I'm saying that in black podcasting, we don't, I don't need, do you think, I would, who has those kind of, I don't. No, nobody has reached that level yet. I don't think. That's what I'm saying. I don't think so. You would have to go through uh, like a Maverick Carter type right yeah. where it's like you know now they can plug you right with some yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, they, right right they had right, a situation yeah, 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 yeah. where spring hill is talking directly to it or even yeah. a revolt probably have relationships where they talking directly to yeah. it. they like, they still might be in pocket of black I, initiative program yeah. with I they, walmart I, I perfect, stuff like that so junior bridgman perfect example yeah we're sitting down at invest fest and we're talking about you know how to, we can scale this and he, I've given him a, like a couple of companies that I think would be perfect fits. I'll call the CEO tomorrow. Direct Dang. access. Yeah. Because he has a direct access. And that's the thing. But how do we get the spending dollar access? That's what he's talking I about. Think, the access to the spending dollar yeah. of the company. I think. Not just the marketing person or the A&R. That's what you got to talk directly. And that's the why. The spending person. The person that says, we put money in black. because that's And that's why I don't let them. That's why I'm going to start using culture instead of street and the people following me just got to know that yeah. because I don't need them to pigeonhole me in anything outside of information and business, man. Yeah. And it can come off a way because I look just like those guys, but I talk a little different. And long as I can keep delivering, I'll be all right. But here's, here's what I'm saying. I think that um, our culture is doing, they still doing magic tricks on each other. It's like, who... Okay, who has that kind of relationship with a brand that can direct dollars to black and, and that's what I and this is what I told I told one of my friends this before, like even a social media or like the financial literacy world, like courses. Because there's a lot of black initiatives here. The, what we've done, as far as when I say we as a collective, right. for the most part, right, is hustling on the corner. You you make money hustling on the corner, and you could become hood rich, but you're never gonna become wealthy. Pablo Escobar never seen a corner. He never saw Brooklyn. He never went to the Bronx. He never went to your neighborhood. He never went to Little Haiti. He never even went to America, period. Billionaire. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But you got to have enough vision to even know that there's another nah, level. It, Most it, people going to get satisfied on the corner, mm -mm. right? And they're going to drive a nice car. They're going to have somewhere to live. And that's sustainable for them. Right, and now you end up fighting with the oak, the other person on oh, the next corner, corner. Right. and it's just the infighting amongst each other, right. and nobody's ever able to scale. The only way that we can scale, going back to InvestFest with Diddy, is collective. That's Together. true. Together. And you know what? That's why the sharing is important. Right, and also with the street thing, the reason why I have to shed that skin, I've got too far now, right? That was for y'all to know you can make it up to that point now. Right. Y'all just got to keep up. This is bigger than that. That, so what you're speaking about is what we see in music, but it's not accepted. Right. And that's growth. Right. <laughs> and see, for me, they got accepted. I'm pushing up the game on their ass. As, I'm pushing up a game. As soon as we see our artists actually have growth inside of themselves as a person, but inside of the music, we don't want to listen. It's we like win. we yeah. watch Jesus. Yeah, we want to crash. Out. We watch the snowman graduate to somebody who's talking about financial literacy and buying real estate. Yeah. But nobody's listening to it at the same rate. Right. That's, that's facts. But here's another reason why I want to stay away from that street thing. And I think you, you got the right. Y'all found, 
he, ooh, this is good. Y'all figured it out. And this is what I've been able to do too, but I haven't got as, I haven't spread my wings as much as y'all have, right? Is that even when Coach K, shout out to my brother Coach, even when he talked to Mike. Earners, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year, or making a budget that's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes, or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five-star dinner. Or boosting my credit score, since we all know credit is like the real-life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines can have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you? Well, thank you. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. About my podcast, he say, nah, he talk that business shit though. Like, we talking Coach K, QCP. When they introduce me as a podcaster, it ain't just like, hey, yo, bro, be on some entertainment shit on some, like, you know, they gossip be bulls. <laughs> they be saying, now, nah, long be on some business. Yeah. And they doing business at one of the highest levels in this industry. But another reason why I got to shed their skin is because I have to be a part of those initiative-based programs to get off the corner. Mm. And the messy shit is inside, is on the corn. You have, it's a thinnest slice strategy. This is something that is vitally important for black people to understand, but especially pe black people in the media. The thinnest slice strategy. We, we have an interesting dynamic that no other group of people have to deal with. As a black person, you have to be culturally relevant enough and edgy enough for people to not call you corny. Once they call you corny, you're in a Russell Wilson um, bucket and you, you, you've gone for them. But Russ. you also have to be safe enough 
so that corporate feels comfortable. You can go on NBC. You can, and I think that that's what we've been able to do, right? We've been culturally relevant enough to be accepted in any neighborhood in America. Like these are our guys, the barbershop conversation. Now they cool dudes, but we also are straight enough to, if you see us on Bloomberg, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, you you're not, NBC, su- you're not, not surprised by that. Right. And that's what I got to make sure to keep implementing in my game because I think I've got big enough now that other podcasters probably understand we might can't stomp him out. He's good at this. He may be all right. Like he going to swim to the bank. Mm-hmm. Even if we blow the boat up home, no, he going to swim <laughs> to the bank. Right. And, and I think that they'll try to trick me into being on the corner like, and I got to be conscious of saying, no, 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 no. This is business at the end of the day, brother. And so even when I talk to you, it's going to be about business. And I ain't going to say your name, but I'm going to talk to you. And you know I'm talking to you because you know the level of business I'm talking about. Even if the people under you, beside you, next to you, in your ear, on your phone, if they don't know, you and I know what's going on. Mm, so fact. You know what I mean? Let's talk about this, right? So you started this independent but you are now with Black Effect. And yes. shout out to the whole Black Effect team. Charlamagne, Dolly, Nicole, y'all over there. Love. What made you decide this is the time, this is the partner I should be with? Charlamagne has a proven track record, right? I've seen people, I've seen Nori go through Charlamagne. I've seen you guys partner with 85, partner with. Yep. There's not another podcast network that I know of, especially Black, really anyone that has that kind of history in developing and help developing, right? Because we all know we got to work on our own, but they're they're like literally in position where if you do a little something, we do a little something and it look good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how business is ran. One hand wash the other, both wash the face. What I've also learned about this business from my side, because I didn't sell my show, I come into this and I'm doing business as partners, is that I got to focus on making my shots. Charlemagne has been somebody that said Loon going to be a big in this game. Like everybody we ran across, Dottavio at Revolt, he's to say that anybody that's bumped into me on this level say, yo, podcast, and if it die out, he going to be all right. You know, and um, I think the spirit of him manifests in me, right, where I can feel that he, I believe it feels that way. Right. And I think with that, it keeps me even like digging, you know, but I'm a dig anyway. But he's somebody I've watched and looked up to. But I've also know this. A pass ain't an assist without a made shot. And so the only reason Charlemagne is in a position to say he got assists is because the people he's been passing it to has made the shots. There's been people he passed it to that may didn't make the shot that they can't call that assist. They call that a pass. If one thing the boy going to do is pass it, but all of those won't manifest into assist unless you make the shot. And like we just was talking about in regards to guests, understanding ads, CPMs, bringing shit to the table, like with live events, sponsorships. I do that shit on my own. Mm -hmm. That's value that I possess because I understand the market and I'm just trying to make my shots, bro. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, partnerships is something that's extremely beneficial in helping a show grow, yeah. a brand grow, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that we, we've done, whether it's with Charlemagne, Black Effect, when we with them, that helped. Yeah. I Heart, the situation, yeah. it helped. You know, you you getting 
airplay, you going on a breakfast club, yeah. like it doesn't hurt. Nah, it helps. Like, you know and then Charlemagne is Charlemagne. Yeah, and he's stepping it. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's stepping. established, bro. In all markets, yeah. there's not a market that he can't pop up in himself and do something. Yeah, in, you know. So revolt. That's another situation. Shout out revolt. That that helps, right? Yeah. From a variety of different standpoints of. We meet people that we might interview on assets over liabilities. Now that's a relationship. Yes. Ari Fletcher. Now I we can come to she come to InvestFest because we met her through that channel, right? And Revolt believe Revolt has y'all in a unique situation where we can tell that again, the way I look at Charlemagne and how he feels about what I'm doing, is like I right, the company's invested in this EYO yeah. show they got going and, and, on. And it's something that you might not. Yeah. Diddy doesn't happen if the revolt thing doesn't happen. Right, 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 right. So this is something that we didn't plan for that to happen, but this is this is what happens when you have an organic, real working relationship over the course of three years. Now the benefits and that Diddy thing benefited a lot of people in the ecosystem that have not, nothing to do with revolt. Right. Like, you and know what I'm saying? At the time, he should... Nigga, he might didn't even really want to talk then. All that Deleon shit going on. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a unique time, but they're my guys. And I know they... Again, when Broadway manager reached out to me, and this is why I'm trying to tell people about my brand, don't let these folk confuse you. Broadway manager reached out to me. He said, bro, I don't even like doing podcasts, but the shit you talking about, I got to get bro on there. And so that's what I'm saying about value in the space. Did he view y'all and know, hey, it's something with that financial thing they're doing. This is bigger than... If he wouldn't have came had that been a podcast. Yeah, yeah. right, he right. wouldn't have came right. any interview. It could have been. It could have been any interview. He wouldn't have came. It was for black folk financial. So I got to show up. I can't. I can't bail yeah. out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so when you when you look at that, you say it's principle involved, and people got to look at your brand and see principle next to your your mission yeah. statement. And if it ain't that, they'll get you out there on the corner, like you said. And you'll be hustling and arguing and fighting and all that. And then also another thing that Ross said is like, like I said, we, we got a bunch of relationships, United yeah. Masters, all these people. Ross said something, said something one time where he was like, um, he's like, people are on rap snacks. He's like, um, if you're not promoting your brand every day, I don't want to work with you. Yeah. You got to promote. A lot of times people was like, all right, you know, I'm just going to get a bag from this. It's a selfish standpoint. Yeah. I don't really got no love for these people. I'm that just going to get their check. Like, yeah. I'll promote stuff for free. Because I understand the value and I'm helping you. It's the law of reciprocity. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not always about, oh, you got to pay me to do this. You got to pay me to do this. Or, da -da -da -da. Nah, like, that's what I don't like either. Like with Baby now. You know, Baby gave me the rollout interview when he came out with It's Only Me. Like, out of nowhere. Yo, whatever they do, man, it's nothing. Said them got the, the, the million clothing brand. Yo, shoot that to the city. Put it in the store. I got a dude got stole. Like... You know, I'm, 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 yo, you gotta do something to get some. That's how this game is, like. But people don't understand that, though. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand yeah. that. Well, this is an interesting dynamic, right? Because what you're talking about with Diddy, the reason that he's able to do it is because a platform's been created that he felt that was responsible enough to do it on. A couple of things come with that, right? If he does it, it also puts the rest of the community on notice that if you're about business and you're about uplifting our community, why aren't you here? Exactly. So I want to talk to you because you've gone from being a spectator to now being the general, right? You're coaching the game yes. and becoming a platform where people can come to. How's that dynamic now for you, right? For, because it was a solo thing and now it's, I got some guests and people, I got to get them on there. I yeah, got, yeah. But I it's think, not everybody can't make it. Nah, nah, nah. What I think is, for me, it's a blessing 
for me, I'm honored because a lot of these guys, I feel like I want to give some game to and I want to hear their story. I want to learn from them what's going on. I think the, the conversation we have, um, it always lends itself to direction for these young boys. Like when they sit with me, man, they just get game. It's like I'm oozing shit for them. Like, you know what I'm saying? They appreciate it, bro. Like no matter if backstage, wherever we at, it's just they appreciate the game I give. And like I couldn't be more happier to be someone that's a general for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Because these guys, athletes, you've seen athletes on my shit, rappers. You're going to see, you've seen CIA guys. You've seen a list of different individuals on the show because I'm I'm able to go in these different rooms and bring stuff out of them. And I think that's a skill set a lot of people can't position themselves with too. It's like, yo, you can't talk to Diddy and Robert Smith and get something from them. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to extract things after this guy been talked to for 23,000 times. Now he come to sit with me and it's still a fire conversation. Mm -hmm. You know? And so I just think I live in a very unique room with this conversation thing, it's like, it's something there. That's why I got to figure out why it works because it's it's not structured. It's just me. I'm just being me and it's working. But it's like, you got to put some kind of structure with it so that you know what you're doing when it's time to do it. Mm. How, how, are there too many podcasters out yeah. there? Yeah, too, too, many? too many podcasters. Yeah, it's a lot of, I call them Tubi podcasts. Tubi. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of Tubi podcasts. They don't even know the space is dying and they just not cranking off and they're, shooting at everybody it's a lot going on it's just saying yo they that's not podcast they've tricked you guys listen if you're gonna follow people follow the guys that actually have done it without the built-in fan base especially if you come in without a built-in fan base what kind of logic are you guys using following rappers that come in with rap fan base saying you're the podcast i'm gonna build my shit off of <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? I'm saying common sense. No yeah. disrespect. Common sense. Build this thing. We've been able to build this in a very unique way. This is where your eyes need to be at in you, regards to structure. Do you listen to podcasts? I listen to what needs to be listened to. I used to listen to everything, but everything is too much now. Yeah. They've smeared this thing. It's no longer even information anywhere in this shit except in little crevices and corners of black podcasts and everything else is bullshit noise mm -hmm. and so i dip my hand in the noise sometimes <laughs> fuck you know da, 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 you old, da, 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 and i come on back over here to the business yeah. but they've turned it into something that's unattractive even for me because i can't distinguish what's happening i'm always trying to get over here and say hey ain't no business what y'all doing how aiden ross okay here's something i said black people were were twitching academics happen to be one of the first twitch people Streamers. Mm -hmm. I was confused how Aiden Ross and them come after him and then capture the business side of this. This to me says we got to do something like we had that first. We had the audience. We had the structure. We had that first. This ain't hate. This is saying opportunity missed. Yo, people following you. So they getting on their Twitch. And they getting thousands of people and ain't no business around you because you ain't done. It's like Right? So if they watch me, like Gil and Wallow, they stopping with them ads and they're distinguishing in the market. Yo, the ad thing is where I'm getting paid. Mm. And then if you not doing it that way, you better figure out how EYL getting paid. How long get... You got to do it how the people getting paid. You following people that ain't even getting paid for doing what they're doing. 
They're just getting paid for holding that position. That's why they won't open the door. Because I don't have no value outside of being in this position. If I get up out of this position and stand over there, there's nothing else with me. And this ain't to no particular person because this is business. I'm talking to the market, right? This ain't about no particular person, even though they're going to say it is. I'm telling you, this is market talk, right? When people come behind you, they're going to say, I'm going to do it like such and such doing it. But they don't know the whole time they've been talking, doing that for four years and ain't made nothing doing that. And then if they did make some, it ain't a re-up thing. I need to follow the niggas that's, that's reing up their deals, not getting a deal. It's like getting some money and keeping some money. These are different techniques. I need to follow the guys that's keeping the deals, that's making the relationships, that's building the brands, not the guys that, oh, he got a deal, follow him. Yeah, that's my yeah. thing. And and most of the people like going back to the monetization thing. Most people are not going to be able to monetize off of ads. So like to really like live sufficiently. Right. right. So it's like, why do you think that? It's just not enough money in it. And and I feel like so. What I'm saying, ain't ads transition to like Super Bowl. It's a lot of money in ads now. Most people are not going to make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't audience, right? But you can't make money. Okay, okay. So I feel like ads should always be a add-on, but you got to be creative to find ways to make money outside of that. That comes with creativity. That can come with merch. That can come with live shows. That can come from stuff. Yeah, the Patreon. That can come from a service subscription-based model. Um, you know, if you got an app or whatever you got, you know, going on. That's up to you to figure out your own business model, what you have to offer. But how can I make money outside of this that I control? Because right. you can't control ads either. Right. You might have an they ad and then they, they, they yeah, pull. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like you got an audience. You got to make sure that you're maximizing that audience. I think a lot of podcasters don't fully understand that either. Yeah, nah, because again, they okay with just the audience. Here's another thing. Getting fame almost cripples you. Especially when when you get it too early, right? When you're still in the process, because fame and notoriety makes you not do what needs to be done to get to that next level, right? So, say I need to be out there selling shirts or selling CDs or selling something um, that will help my business. The minute they put me on Breakfast Club, I think I can't stand out there and sell that <laughs> I'm no more. That. Ain't no way I. Right. So it cripples you. Mm -hmm. It's like it, it says, damn, OK, now I'm too big to do that. Well, you have to do that to get there. But then also everybody's not a business person, too. So most people coming in, they just coming in just from a media standpoint of I just want to talk. And then I'm, I'm going to let somebody pay me. It's like artists, right? Most recording artists just want to rap and then they want to get paid for rapping. That's why I said, like, you signed a deal. It's not a bad deal because you're not a business person. So you need somebody to take care of you and to feed you. And you need somebody to schedule your shows and to make sure you're here and all of that. But we, the other way around, like this is just a, a loud saying, Can you compete with five million a year? Can we compete with five million a year? We compete with anything. <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. Anything. perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying, okay, but it's like, so it's, it's a loud it'll take a three-year, 30, 40, 50 million dollar deal, 40 million, three-year, 40 million dollar joint. I mean three-year, 20 million dollar joint. So I'm a, I'm a, if if we get to maintain our ownership of our show, yeah, why not? Because we like, I think every big podcast is maintaining ownership, ain't it? Are they? I don't know. I'm asking you. What's your idea on that? Uh, I don't think they are. Are they? Seriously? I, don't, I, yeah. I mean, we I don't, don't know, though, right? I mean, because, we don't, again, we don't, we don't know. 
people are not sharing the information. And then again, people don't know. They see the money. That's the carrot. How do I get it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get it. Yeah. How long do I have that license to show? Oh, perpetuity. I don't even know what that means. All right, sign it. Boom. Not no big shows. But I'm not saying. I don't think whoa, no whoa, big shows. Whoa, 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 You think so? I don't know, though. We're only, of course we don't know. I'm saying, I'm saying we based may have on heard. what we believe people to know about business. No, we, we, we may have heard that. Wow. We may have. Look, wow. There's some big shows. If they've done. If there's some big shows that I know that don't own their show. But I'll even sign a big contract. They gave they gave up the rest of their show. So it's a lot of some big shows in our culture. <laughs> yeah. Or just no, no, in our culture. Wow, God, y'all oh. crushing me. <laughs> we'll talk off air. God. Once again, yeah, yeah, the thing yeah. about it is that, once again, going back to information, right? Wow. So, I didn't think they were going out saying so like I, this. I'm not, not going those, out. You're not going out. You're starting like that. I'm not one of those people that's saying like it's bad to sign. Because like I said. It's bad to give away rights, if, if, especially if you have some sort of built-in. Okay, so the people, okay, so people out there in TV land. These companies won't give you any money unless they see some money there. So if they say, I want your show, right? They usually only offer those kind of deals to people with the built-in fan base like we're talking about. They don't offer those to some Joe Blow off the street nine times out of ten. No. So you're coming with a built-in fan base and you don't even have faith in it, but you have faith in them to activate it? Because, yeah, because once again, they have the relationships. They, they Pablo, right? This, this is the easy one. I Just take the money. Y'all take care of that. I'll do this. Wow. They they go from owners to talent very quickly. That's but, that. But, that's... The, but like I said, signing, because Nipsey Hussle doesn't become Nipsey Hussle if he doesn't sign to a major label. No, yeah. you Some right? points you got to make a You got to make a, you gotta make a decision. Yeah, yeah. And you got to understand that you can only go so far by yourself. So y'all saying y'all won't sign? No, we, we, we did sign. We signed to iHeart yeah. for two years. But I'm saying if somebody want action on video, action on the whole Everything's thing, negotiable. Yeah. Everything's negotiable. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you can't be emotionally tied to anything. So y'all will take a 360, invest fish in uh we we could sell it. in on everything. If it's enough money, we we can sell it. What's enough money? It has to you have to think about it. Good question. Did you hear last week's market Monday? <laughs> but but I mean, but that's real talk though, right? Yeah. Anybody that's anybody that says otherwise is lying to you. Let's be honest. Yeah. Somebody come with a check for a billion dollars. Right. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. What's the valuation of this company? It's three billion. Okay, well, guys, we've earned our leisure. Right, <laughs> right. right. It's, sure. it's, 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 it's been real. What about okay? So what? What is an ad worth? What What is an ad worth on a show that's getting two million downloads? Like what? What is the gauge? Like what is what? What's the gauge for a young podcast or anybody watching? What are we dealing with out here? What's the gauge? I think you said it. Um, we were at a show and. Um, it, they were talking about streaming. They're like, well, what's one stream worth? And nobody can give an answer. Right. And so what's one download worth? That's a person. But yeah. just talk about Wait, like, and it's I, a I'm long just, form. So, In, so industry standard. Like, the industry standard right now, they'll tell you the CPM rate. They'll right. tell you like it's 1750 right. or the right. average. Premium. Pre the premium yeah, is $50 yeah, yeah, per yeah, every thousand. Yeah. But I didn't believe in that. And so I said, look, we, we'll create our own market. I'm going to tell you the number is 15,000 an episode. Now you could take that or you could leave it, but here's our numbers. I don't want to, we're not doing a CPM thing. Right, well, most people they're looking at the value that we add. They know that we're going to be consistent. So y'all don't even do the C. Keep going. I'm sorry, I'm cutting. Yeah, you. yeah, no. So that I stopped. We just stopped doing the CPM. We said like this is what we're worth. So if our time is 15, all right. Well then, let's see if if we go up to four million. All right. Well now I'm telling you it's 25. And so I'm going in with it, not with the, the tra traditional manner of 
I'm this is my CPM, and if I hit this number based on that, then I should get paid this. No, nah, because I know when you go to corporate, you're not telling them that. And that's the game they try to lock young pop. Of course, yeah. it, it, the game is this though, because and trust me, and let me say this for the onlookers: I play both games. Right, even with Slim and Huskies and other brands. Again, I have my own relationships with brands, my bookie, other brands where I negotiate things on my own. But that they do play that CPM game on the other side, on the on the um, on the iHeart side is a very CPM driving game. Here's the here's, machine. Here's, yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing with um. How did y'all? Okay, go. Here's ahead. the thing with life in general, especially when it comes to business. The more math that's Required the 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 higher probability that you're going to get screwed, right? Because this <laughs> this 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 they this is the shit that they do. They do a CPM. Most people don't even know what a CPM is, right? right and it's print. like, all right, if you if you do if you put an ad at the beginning of the episode, that's the most valuable. Middle of the episode, right. we call mid roll. That's the second most yeah. valuable. The and first it, one is pre roll. Yeah, pre roll. Yeah. Pre oh, Let me just finish. Hold on, because I want you to be very clear. In terms of money, the mid roll is going to be the most valuable, right? Because the pre roll is only ten seconds. They want your mid roll mm. because they know that's going to be sixty yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. They could put two there. Sometimes right. they'll put four. Yeah. Now your audience is going to say, "Well, there's a lot of ads here." Right. Well, we trying to. It's a business. Yeah. So the, the ten second, they'll say, "All right, well, if the let's say the, the mid roll is twenty thousand, they'll say, well, we'll we'll give you eight thousand for a pre roll because it's shorter." All right, got So and then it's like, all right, so you get paid seventeen fifty. Per CPM, per thousand downloads, and then seventeen dollars, seventeen dollars and fifty cents per every thousand, per per thousand, right? <laughs> so, so by the time you get twenty thousand downloads, no, but let's made hundred dollars. No, so, right, so 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 seventeen seventeen fifty, but then it's a, but then but then it's a seventy thirty split, right? It's a seventy right. thirty split, seventy your way, thirty thirty their way, and then it's it's for every thousand, right? So if you do a hundred thousand downloads for that episode, how much money did you make? Exactly. So that's the whole point. A thousand dollars. It's confusing. Uh, me, I never really got past basic algebra in school. So if I, if I got to use a calculator, it's too complicated. <laughs> you needed to be 20 grand an episode. $20,000 an episode. Yeah, yeah. That's right? it. I can do that. I'm much. glad y'all see this game. Y'all put it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in. It's a good game. $20,000 an episode for a 60-second ad. That's that. We can all understand that. Right. It's very simple. It's very yeah. simple. SCPM is trickery, what you're saying. It's trickery. And, and it sounds like the more, and and here, Here's the other part, right? How do you know how many downloads? Because the machine going to have the download meter, and they're going to tell you, well, you didn't meet the metric. But once, you can track it, too. They got third-party shit, but you don't know how accurate that is. Now you got to get a forensic <laughs> accountant once again. <laughs> exactly. The more complicated the math the higher probability you have of getting screwed. They keep it complicated on purpose. Okay, you get a minimum guarantee, but you you got to you got to hit a million you got to hit this. But who's counting these numbers? Well, we have our firm in the back and they're counting these numbers and then they're going to give you a report and then they're going to this Wait. You don't even know what, what the hell what, happened. What, what happens when you then stream, what, what's the stream versus down? What, what happens when you don't hit the minimum guarantee? Then this is a yeah, what happens when you don't hit it? They trying to you recoup don't get your money. Yeah. No, we got to recoup this money. Right now it's the rap game, but you know. So you in the red? You, you in the red? <laughs> like you know, nah, we we we're not paying you that because we got to get the money because the first season you didn't really make that. Mm. Well, how? We're looking at the metrics every month. We all all this shit is a question mark. Even YouTube, nobody really knows. It's just YouTube is just too big and too powerful where you you don't really have an option, right? It's like what can you do? Nobody knows 
how much money is actually coming into YouTube, how they're distributing it. Because some shit we might get paid $35 for, some shit we might yeah. get paid $4 for, depending that, on the content, depending on the time of day, depending on who's 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 on yeah. it. And then it's just- And it's constantly changing. Like, and every, then it can be affected by things yeah. outside of our means. And the CP, we can wake up tomorrow and it can be a- but they, So they do RPM when you do the visuals, right? So the, the CPM is what they're going to pay the brand, right? But they're going to take their percentage. And so what you get broken down to is the RPM. And so the CPM might be- $25, right? But by the time it gets to you, it's $14.25. And that's what you're going to get paid. It's like, wait, what? Who? What happened? Yeah, it's like, it's the like transaction the fee. Like, like the transaction <laughs> fee at Ticketmaster and all that. So I would, I would recommend for any podcast that if you're trying to structure your deal with a company, you just say, this is what I want to get paid per episode. That makes sense. And then sense. negotiate based off of that. Because once you get in the CPM game and once you get in, okay, you got to hit this certain amount of numbers and certain amount of downloads and da da da, da and then you, you're going to be doing yeah. forever. That makes sense too. That CPM, it kind of it make the water blurry. But it's people that swear by that CPM guy because it's traditional model. This is what they this is what they set as a standard for the industry. But there is no industry standard because we don't know anything that's happening see, in the industry. I'm playing both games. Like I'm playing subscription model game. I'm playing live show sponsorship ad game. You know what I'm saying? How's that? Yeah. How's Patreon working out for you? It's doing good, man. It, it's, 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 it's because I haven't been as See, when I took the deal, I come from behind the paywall and say, hold on, I got to focus on get some shit out there, help brand build while we've, and it fluctuate kind of went down. Because you got to be, this is one thing I do give Joe credit for. You have to be diligent mm. fucking with them paying customers. It's a different <laughs> relationship, right? See, you have people that have relationship with their customer. All they ever going to fuck with you is for the free. They don't even fuck with you outside yeah. of the free. That's what I'm saying. When you able to pull people behind the curtain, come on back here where it costs you something. You got to be diligent in feeding them. And they, and they want it. There's yeah, an expectation from paying. them. Yeah. Just think about this. They paying me $25, $10, some people $50. Yeah. They give Netflix 12 and they load them down. Yeah. I'm talking about this. Some of the best quality shit that you ever going to see. But here's the other part of that. At some point, there's going to be a comment or there's going to be an email that's going to come to you and it's going to be like completely like tearing like the company down because you didn't put out an episode one week and in your mind you're like, this is worth $25, $25 and this is what I'm dealing with. Wow. And so like we got to deal with that. Like people don't talk about that side, but that's part of it. They don't even, the mental strain of even the comment section when this shit costs <laughs> money to run and you ain't, a lot of times it's the freebies that do all of that. Another another thing too, you know how I said if it's more the, the more math, the higher probably you get screwed. In contracts, the more words you don't understand, there's yeah. a higher probability that you get screwed. Right. Everybody knows how to read, right? There's no need to have if there's more than ten words that you're not familiar with, you're going to get screwed. <laughs> I told you, remember, I was oh, telling yeah. you that. It's all about language. Because they're doing this shit on purpose. Yeah. It's a magic trick, right? If yeah. I could do enough weird shit and put shit, and then it's like, if I can make a contract, like Kanye said, a contract should be one page. Yes. And we billion he dollar dude. He like, don't even it's accept a billion dollar dude. He, don't even, he wasn't even accepting contracts if they were longer than Why that. do we have contracts for 50 pages, 25 pages? You got the best, something's going to get lost. Yeah. And why do they do that to us? Why we do that to we? But I ain't going to even say this just us. That's just business. That's business because yeah. once again, it's the, long, the longer I can draw you out, some, I have a higher probability yeah. I could just stick something in there. If it's 25 pause, pages, pause, pause. 
If it's 25 pages, <laughs> it's a high probability that something is they going to be... They miss something. You, overlook of course. something. Yes. You can have the best lawyer. They might they might not yeah. be able to read every single thing, right? And you're right. going to... So that's another thing for people. Try to make any agreement as easy to understand as possible. And once it starts to become extremely complicated, just be very... Have the lawyer read it three times and explain and to you... And interpret it. And yeah. interpret it to you because you're going to... There's going to be things in there that you don't, you're not familiar with, or they they'll trick you. They they, they have one shit that'll be like, okay, you signed this deal for five years, and then it's like with the reversal of the perpetuity that comes. And like the fuck, like and I'm saying, yeah, it's <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll just reword yeah. it. But I would, you know, for me, perpetuity shit, I send even though it's in the contract, I I make sure that that's like. No, that's, that's a red flag. We, we take yeah, that out. Yeah, it's a red Every flag. contract, we take it out. Yeah, it's the first word we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, get it, that out. That cannot, that cannot be yeah. there. But I also su suggest, if they're going to sign it, people, yes, give it to your lawyer. But you should read it. Yeah. I, 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 yo, because what will happen is you'll come into these meetings and people will be telling you things about your contract that you know for certain are not true. Yes. And right. they'll run that on you. And they'll run it and they'll yeah. like, I know for sure it's not true. Then I got to go back to the lawyer. We got to have a conversation. It's not true. So yes, do your due diligence, give it to your lawyers, but you should read it. And if you don't understand it, that's what you pay the lawyer well, for. What you have I'm is the lawyer, because most people- that's what, Have most, her explain it. Most people, not, most people are they're not going to read it. Or even if they read it, they're not going to have the reading comprehension to fully understand right. it. You have your lawyer go through it with you, yes. paragraph by paragraph. She reads it, or he, he or she reads it. So, and then it's like, okay, wait, wait, wait. what's yeah, this? Yeah, that's mean? how mine do. What's yeah. this mean? Yeah, because you know I'm taking it. I take certain time. Hey, that ain't that ain't cool. And then certain money, like the first couple deals I got was so high, I knew they was trying to get the show. Because I'm like, it's no way that this yeah. money is just too much money, right? We ain't even moved yet. Yeah. But I know people know I'm cold with this shit. But <laughs> it's business at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. So I'm saying, damn, this kind of money is. But yeah, nah, yeah. I believe I believe that you got to be somebody to understand this space. If you don't get it, bro, is it even a lot of value in signing for relationships? Yeah, I think yeah. there's value. Yes. You can be, you can make some money, but I think the biggest thing for us, like any deal we signed, the money was always the secondary part. The relationships provided more opportunities than any money that we. Are y'all signed now? We signed to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Are you looking to sign? Nah, we looking to grow EYO Network um, and, and looking to sign other shows for that. What minimum guarantees y'all giving out? <laughs> working on them. We're working yeah. on them. So I'm saying, well, y'all you know, you know, You know what Wayne said, right? What? He was like, I don't need a G-Pass no more. I'm past that. I'm passing them out now. Right. And that's what I'm saying. But, but, it's, a, but, but, it's, but, but it's always room to, to work with yeah. other people. Like You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's never a situation where... You can't never get to the point where you feel like you 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 too big to work with other. Have people. the big companies approached y'all, like the bar stools or the bar Spotify's or the I mean, we had apples. A few, not, no, none of those companies. We had a few conversations when our last deal was up, but why not though? Because I see y'all on business charts all the time. Like, why why aren't they? Why do you think that yeah, talk, Apple, Spotify, talk, 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 talk to that camera. Yeah, why? Why? These, <laughs> you know I'm saying I don't. I, I mean, y'all got the numbers, the relationships. Why do y'all think that no deals have been presented? Um, you never know. You know, I feel like the content that we produce is a little different, right? So it's still it's still a niche. Or even though we we have been able to have a, a massive amount of success, it's still a relative niche audience. People still don't fully understand it. You know, black guys talking about money and podcasting and and and, and 
investing is kind of different. You know, it's easier to kind of just talk about music, talk about, you know, pop culture. But I, but I thought business, for me, I'm also saying ain't business numbers-based. It is numbers-based, but once again, now you have to go into a situation where this goes back to... It's easier the, dealing with rappers and rapping this, shit. This though. goes back to the race car, right? As a corporate person, they're used to dealing with rappers. Yeah. It's familiar. Yeah. They're used to dealing with sports. It's then it's, it's a hundred years worth trickery involved. Right. Mm -hmm. They still don't, yeah. they still, they still haven't wrapped their, so the numbers can be supporting it, but they still haven't fully even gotten it themselves yeah. yet. So if they don't get it themselves, then they not going, they not yeah. going. You, you, you still dealing, you're not dealing with the, the highest level of execs. You're still dealing with people that were in the corporation that are saying, These, this is value. You should know these these guys are. Right. Now they got to prove it to the higher ups. Right. The higher ups got to prove it to the yeah, next. See, group. I don't like how they proving <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's, like even you know how big of an artist baby and certain niggas is. Like my relationship be with them. Like a nigga, like you know certain people. My relationship with them because I ain't gonna lie. All that red tape. It be pissing me off. The key is to always go directly to the source. Once again. Yeah. The and let's talk about guests some too. Guess, yeah, like having guests on the yeah, show, yeah, or just this Have, kind of shit, yeah, directly to the source. That's a, we was trying to get Diddy for three years, try to get him out of Invest Fest last year, and we know all of the people, and these are great, and, and we're all revolt. These, the these are the people that's like you should know, yeah, the, the closest people to him, but it didn't happen when we met him, and now we developed a relationship with him. When I hit him directly, it happened within 10 seconds. Why like, is that the case though? You, you gotta you go directly to the because so, once again, you said something that was key. Sometimes people have good intentions. They don't know how to position it to the other person. And right? their relationship is on the line. It's a game of telephone. Right. So it's like I could, me and you got a great relationship, right? And I can, let's say I'm trying to get whoever rapper for you, right? right? And I know them. And I'm calling. I'm like, yeah, you know, I got this podcast I want you to get on. Loon, you know, he's from Tennessee. Da, 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 da. I could be explaining. I think I'm doing a good job. But you hear it, you be like, that's actually a terrible job. Right. You didn't sell it good enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I think a lot of times happens where it's like you you it gets watered down yeah. the different channels that it goes through. Yeah, and man, they just position yeah. it. It's a new podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Get, <laughs> they, but he's, on, man. He himself has said that. Because yeah. even when we had it at InvestFest, when he got there, the time that he was supposed to be on was a little earlier than he had probably wanted to be on. But the message to us was he had to leave. And when we relayed the message to him, he said, who told you that? Anytime y'all need something, y'all talk to me directly. Nobody else talks to me. Yeah. Okay. Now we know, yeah. right? But had we gone well, with what, what was been tell, told to us, it would have been a different situation. But here's 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 how you get guests. I want to answer your question. I want to give. I want to provide as much game as possible. Here's how you get guests for all the podcasters out there. You get yourself hot enough where people want to come on your show, and then you have to be in every environment where those people are. So the Dame Dash, for instance, right? We wanted to get Dame early on, but it didn't make sense. Looking back on it now, I understand why he... It didn't make sense. We didn't have enough followers. It, it was just, you know what I'm saying? But once we got to a point, it's the law of inertia. When you got to get to the point where once you get the ball rolling, every single person is going to want to rock with you. And then they're going to spread the word and they're going to tell this person, yo, you got to rock with this person. So don't worry about getting a guest. Worry about getting hot. Worry yeah, about getting yeah, hot. That's me. I got more numbers on my phone than I can even. Worry about get getting hot. Out. And then, like I said, then you got to do the art of networking. A lot of people don't like networking. A lot of people just want to stay home because yeah, the sacrifices. You're yeah, gonna miss your kids' yeah, game. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna miss dinner. Yeah. You're gonna stay in some bullshit hotel. Yeah. But these are the places that you got to be. And we've been everywhere. We've been from overseas to yeah. you know people miss Ohio. The yeah. to they miss the school. They'll say Miami yeah. to everywhere. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying, but that's where you got to go because it's like 
There's nothing like face to face interaction. That's how we met. Yeah. Like you can hit somebody, you know. A lot of niggas, yeah. If you see somebody in person, that changes the dynamic. Yeah, it does. Hundred percent. It, it it gets misconstrued because people see us out everywhere. But they just seem like we're having hey, these guys are having a good time. No, we're actually trying to meet the people who are in these spaces. So when we talk about being super intentional about the rules we're in, we gotta live by example. Yeah, man. And, and so you know, when I was at Invest Fest, and and I think there's something to be said about the middleman and shit. There's a there's even more conversation now because I think in this game, the interesting dynamic is those same people can make money with those people, right? They they'll take money to them. Mm -hmm. Like let's say you need to book baby or you need to book the baby or something. There's people around him that if the number is right, they'll present that to him. But it's other things that maybe they don't present. And I just wonder why. How, how don't you know? Because they don't see the value in it or they don't. They That's the problem. You got to not only. So let's say you're trying to get uh, the baby right at your show. Yeah. He has to see enough value in it to, to come. That's one person. Right. Yeah. Now let's say you're trying to go through two levels. You're trying to get his road manager to convince his manager to convince him. Now the road manager and his brain, his human nature, he got to he got you got to convince him. He got to convince him to yeah. convince okay. him. Now he got now the, yeah. now the manager oh, got to yeah, see yeah, enough should, value in it. This. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's too many and different so obstacles. This, is, this good game. This is so much. This is extremely good game because it ain't that they don't fuck with you. It's that. It's too much convincing going yeah, on. Exactly. And when he see it himself, if it's that thing, he gonna say, hey, get me in touch with, with home, man. Home kicking that shit. But that, or if he see you there, There's a piece of it inside that as well. And we always talk about attacking the perimeter of the person you're trying to get to. Right. Right? So the fact that you need to know who the road manager is. Exactly. You might need to know who the tour manager is. Right. Because you're gonna impress them with the value that you're adding. By the time it gets to the person... They go, oh yeah, are oh, you rocking with them? Yeah, I, I heard about them too. I saw them. I yeah, saw them too. Yeah. Say, we've done that plenty of times, and we keep telling people you should do that. Yeah. Even now, when we, we came to Atlanta, some of the security that's here, hey, you guys in town? I got this person you should meet. See, or, yeah. If, if y'all coming to the show, I'll bring y'all backstage. Yeah. I'll bring you right to the person. Yeah. Right? So these things happen. We're telling it, and I think the beauty about what we're doing is that we're telling people, and we're doing it in real time, and they get to see it executed yeah. in real time. Yeah. Whereas in the past, it was you heard these stories, these myths of how these things transpired. Now, this happened on Tuesday. We're telling you Tuesday night. This happened. That's what I'm saying. And then for me, all of my guests have reached out to me. You know, it's been basically like a, like you said, like a, again, respect the discovery process. You gotta respect that discovery process. And sometimes it take a while for it get to a point where, because they know my really the whole game know my face at this point. They be seeing me places, man. I know. It'd be the most mega famous motherfucker. You'd be like, I know your face, man. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's baby, though. Like, that nigga, will, that little baby motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, but it's always those. What is that for y'all? What's that standalone? Is it the Harvey one? Definitely. Yeah, yeah the Harvey one, for sure. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's one. the most popular one that we had. Rick Ross was another one that people Ross identify, yeah. identify with a lot. Yeah. Um, but then, like you said, just social media. Like, even people don't know your name. Yeah, they seen a clip or they seen somebody shared it to them, their friends, or somebody put it in a group chat. You know, they've watched something on YouTube. It's like you become identifiable. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that and that also goes back to Keys. He does a great job of branding himself. Yeah. Where I tell him all the time, like it's brilliant. I don't know if he did this on purpose or not, but he's wore that crown every day 
five years. That fucked up. That was so hard. You can see you can see him from a mile away. No, that's even if you don't know you don't know his name. Not the crown. It's like yeah. oh, that's bro. That's the dude. Yeah. And when you see somebody with him, yes. you know they with him. Right. You know, and they and and he move like yeah. yeah. He yeah. move militant. Militant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me ask y'all this. Um, upselling. You know, we was at InvestFest, conversation came up about upselling. I think that that is a very slippery slope for you guys. How do y'all feel about upselling? I feel like you, it got, you, anytime you upsell, it has to be tastefully done. I feel like the, the best upsell in history is Disney. And like when you go to Disney World, like, you know, after you get off the ride, I pay attention to that. You got two types of people in this world. I was... Always like this. I remember we went to a Jay Z concert. A girl was like, "I was in this. I was in the the top, top no, level." Can like, change the light bulb. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's just enjoying the concert. Twenty thousand people, and I'm looking around. She's like, "Why are you looking around? I want to count how many people's in the building. I want to see how much ticket. I want to see how many me." I was always like that. Most people me were too. not like that. Most people were just enjoying the moment, just having a good time. So when I went to Disneyland, the thing that really impressed me was after you date make you go to the gift shop. It's not even an option. After you get out of the ride, the, every, the gift <laughs> shop is there. You got to walk yeah. through it. Right? You have to get through the gift shop to even, to yeah. even exit. And you got your kid with you who going to say, give me. Yeah. And they and psychology. This, and, this and, is the same thing they do in supermarkets. You can't check out without going through the snack line with the magazines and the candy. And they put you they put you in, in a position where you want to wait on, lot, on a, a line for an hour or you want to get the fast track. You, nobody wants to wait online for an hour, right? So now you're going to pay $200 for the fast track pass to get on the same ride, but now I'm, a, I'm it's VIP to the club, right? It's the bottle surface situation. Right. You want to sit you want to sit on a couch or you want to wait by the bar? Right. Your right, decision. Right, right. Your right. decision, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So all that's upselling, right? It's just it's done in a manner where you don't even think about it. Right. They don't have and to. And we they got hardcore gorilla upselling in black culture. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. gorilla pimping. They, it's it's, it's gorilla know? marketing. Yeah, yeah. It I definitely like is. That. You know, it doesn't, it never felt clean to our, my soul. I've never been in sales. Like, I never came from that. So I don't even entertain. Like, I know my strengths, I know my weaknesses, but it doesn't feel good. Like, watching it, it doesn't feel right. good. Right. And that's what I, and they are in, but see, you guys' brand, man, yeah, I think the brand has been safe, but I think it's it's in a very, Crazy place because you you like the big boss on the video game. It's like the last one to it's like the last one to attack to 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 prove myself that I beat the game. And it's like even if you don't do nothing, there's Luigi and them headed your way. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm wondering how y'all navigate the space when y'all you know what I'm saying? It's like because it's there's money to be made and there's upselling to be done, right. right? Like you say with Disney, there is business to be had. I think the but best, it's like I think we... marketing the best marketers in history. You got Apple, you got Nike, there's a variety of different companies, right? You never you, you've never feel like you got sold anything. Right. I never you never watched a Nike commercial and they said uh Black Friday sale 50% off right. like it did Marketing is telling a story, right? Nike has done a great job of telling stories from the Tiger Wood campaign to the Jordan campaign to LeBron to Kobe, you name it, right? They they tell a story. They create scarcity, right? When those Jordans come out, then they, it's, it's yes. only a limited amount. Yes. They could put a million pairs right, out. If they it's would. a limited amount. They've created a, a buzz in pop culture. They target the influencers. They've done things strategically. Apple, 
You go into Apple, it's 30 employees in the store, right? Open architecture. It looks like an art gallery. They revolutionized technology by doing that. No other store was doing that. Right. Every other store was you got shelves, you go and you got, you know, the clerk. Like Apple made it look like you was in an art gallery and experience. All the colors is white. Everything is so clean. You feel like you want to go to the store, not that you have to go to the right. store, right? Experience. You feel right. like if you don't have an iPhone, you're the odd man out. Yes. They made you feel that way where it's like cult become culture. Mm. They've created a cult that has become a culture. Mm. So what we're, I think what we're doing is more of that. It takes longer, right? It takes longer, but now you have a, a real brand that's going to stand the test of time as opposed to- What do y'all go from here though? To the moon. To the moon. <laughs> to the moon. It's up there. To yeah, the moon. But now, I think, I think, you know, just listening to Robert Smith, right, just to kind of give you some some preview, it's like one of the things he told us is like you got to have, now it's like it's about having more intangible products, things that are this selling is, without without like, you physically being there. Let me paint that picture for you, though. He's telling us this at 6.50 in the morning, a.m. on a Friday, mm. right before an interview. Not like calling us. We're about to... We're on a street corner, mm. about to walk in and do an interview. He's telling us at six fifty in the morning. So it's like you can only do so many shows, you can only do so many live right, events. Like right. you know what I'm saying, like how do you, how, how do you start to scale? How do you become a situation where people are you're making money in your sleep from different services, products, offerings? Yeah. So I think that that's the next level for us is more in that space where we've done a great job of curating the content. That's kind of like on autopilot at this point. The live events, we've we've done a great job with that, and that's still room to scale. But now it's it's time to take it to another level, and that's thing that that's no, that's going to set another example for people in the culture, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, all right, now we're going to talk real product, now we're going to talk real yeah, services, yeah, yeah. real, you know. So now it's global it's, expansion, yeah. Because yeah. people been hitting me about funnels and all of this shit. Like, I, I, it's like some of this shit you want to yeah. add to your business, and some you don't. If it's if it's not you, yeah, it's gonna come across to your so audience. Did y'all hire any kind of so ad agency? Have y'all ever read ads like Facebook, Instagram? We've done that. We've done ads for sure. See, these we, kind of things. But we never grew our business off of ads. Yeah, that's a, that's a it's hard to our thing has. We always grew organically. Word of mouth. We've we've run ads to this, before, to this day. but the ads wasn't like the sole catalyst of us becoming successful. The sole catalyst of us becoming successful was creating good content, people sharing the content, yeah. and being consistent. It's the, the the I would say the number one ad is the same thing that you see. The mm -hmm. information, right? Every day is information. Every day, you know, you're gonna get information. Every Tuesday, you're gonna get a new episode about a topic. Every Monday, we're gonna be on market consistency. Value add information combined. Yeah. It, it's worth. That's how word of mouth becomes the number one thing. We could put Facebook ads and Instagram ads. It doesn't have the same feel to it, right? That's why I said if you're doing something, even like for click funnels, like if it's not unique and it's natural to what you do, your audience gonna feel it. Right. It's gonna feel yeah, it's feel funny, yeah. And what is a click funnel for people who don't know? So that's what pay behind the wall type situation right. where it's I, like I it get a starts. service. But here's the thing, it's trickery they're telling me. And I'm just giving the game out, right? Yeah. Whether they care or not, but where it starts free. And so it's a funnel. So what they're literally presenting it like free, but then when it gets you way down here, you got to pay for something. It's a digitalized upsell. Okay, cool. So like that scenario he just gave with Disney? It's just digital. Okay, cool. So that's what I'm saying, like understanding what that is. Because it's, if it's some value at the end of the... the 
Yeah, if it's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, we win. Everybody happy. But the problem is if they travel way down there and pay and it ain't nothing now. That's, That's where the problem is. That's yeah, problem. yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, my brother, yeah, man. been a pleasure. Um, glad we got the chance to get this done, man. Much success to you. What would you like to tell the people before we leave? Any any updates, anything that you got coming up, anything? Yeah, man. Make sure you listen to this up there podcast, man. Follow me, F-O-G-F-O underscore Looney on all platforms. Um, Patreon.com is up there podcast. I got two shows. One where I do the solo by myself. The other one is not behind the paywall. It's free to the public on YouTube. But if you want to see me solo, you got to come behind the paywall. That's my business. That's how we run it. I hope to see y'all there. We provide live show tickets to my Patreon members. We provide live in-studio recordings and a bunch of other things. Give them the schedule, so, man. Monday, tell them when we yeah, drop. so we drop audios Monday, video behind the paywall on Monday of the interview. We drop the that same video free on YouTube on Wednesday. Then we drop a Patreon exclusive on Thursday. Mm. So that's how we do it. I think I got one final question yeah. because I know you do freestyles for the solos. When you have an interview, are we freestyling or is there a level of preparation that goes into that? There's a level of preparation, I don't if 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 I don't it I can't read the same way I recite. Like I'm one of them dudes that like if if you don't catch it while it's hot, it ain't nothing. Cause if I gotta say it over, it just don't hit the same. It's almost like a comic. But that's where the real skill comes in at. I just did Dr. Umar Johnson and we debated on there about Deion Sanders. And I was pointing out to the crowd, you see how he can get in them pockets because he's taught himself how to rile himself up or how to tone itself. He's taught itself, you know, how to do this. And for me, I just been freestyling. But when I do interviews, there's a level of preparation, but it's just like a bullet point, like getting you into it and I'm out the way. Okay. You know, so it may be Ernie Elise or Troy speak to them about being the last person on the video game or something that I just said, which was just off the head, but mm -hmm. And and it's like, they're like the big boss in the video game. And then wherever that takes me, and it's like, that may take me, gotcha. you know, somewhere. So that's how I do for, for, for artists and for people because they have a story and they got fans that's going to come in and tune in. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you guys for rocking with us. We'll see you next week. Peace. 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 The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.